Hi, everybody. Welcome to another version of the Bruce Singer podcast, a really exciting version. Uh, I want to introduce, I'll introduce myself. I'm Bruce Singer, host of the podcast, and also the CEO and founder of Canada CFOs, which provides interim, part-time, fractional CFOs to companies. And we're very passionate about the food industry, health and wellness. And I've got an incredible, exciting guest today, Steve Bromley. And before I, Steve talks, I've known Steve for probably 35 years. Uh, we'll share with you. Um, the company was at when I had my other business was the first client that I ever had in the in the part-time space, in the contract space. So we've go way back and believe we've actually still maintained a relationship. Okay. He hasn't blown me off yet. <laughs> right? So so we're gonna have a really, really it's super exciting because things have really changed obviously over 35 years. So I'm gonna do a little differently today. Steve, tell us about yourself, your team, and and tell us about just run with this, run with it. <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. Thanks, Chris. Good yes. to see you. Yes, we've had a, a long time uh, friendship and relationship, so it's a pleasure to join you today. It's incredible. Uh, my, my background is on the CPA by training. I did my time in public accounting and quickly wanted to get out of public accounting and really get onto the other side of the numbers. I had really no idea what industry I'd go to and ended up being into, into the food industry, which I've now I've now spent about a part of 40 years in the industry. So I, I started in the meat industry with Maple Leaf Foods for about three and a half years doing both financial and sales roles. I moved into the dairy industry where you and I met, and I spent 15 years in, in the dairy industry initially with all foods, and then with uh, Ag Group for Neutral. Um, had a really great opportunity in the, in the dairy industry to work in finance, to work in M&A. I was a plant supervisor for a couple of years. Uh, I did a, a number of very interesting roles in the industry, so it really broadened out my perspective, and I, and I really was passionate about food. Uh, in the late 1990s, early 2000, I saw some trends that really fascinated me. All of a sudden, people were talking about organic milk, and we started to see organic milk grab some share. We were talking about soy milk and rice milk, and we saw that gaining share. Uh, we were launching 1% milk uh, to reduce the fat. Uh, prebiotic and probiotic yogurts were starting to become a trend. And so I felt, it, I felt anyways, at the time that we were seeing a fundamental shift in people looking at health and wellness. Um, and price wasn't as big a factor, et cetera, et cetera. So I had an opportunity to join a company called Stake Technology Limited. Uh, which was a Canadian holding company uh, who had just started to invest in uh, natural and organic foods. Uh, and I had the distinct pleasure to meet Jeremy Kendall, who was the CEO at the time, who had a vision about building a global natural organic foods player. Really, we didn't have any idea how we would do it, but we thought that that was a really good thing. So I joined Jeremy and the stake technology team as CFO. I ended up spending 15 years. Stake technology, people will know it now as Sonopta. Uh, Sonopta is publicly traded on the NASDAQ and, and the Toronto Stock Exchange. Uh, during my time there, we grew the food side of the business from 60 million US dollars in revenue to about 1.4 billion in revenue. Oh, yeah, it was a great run. Uh, yeah. Worked with just a fabulous group of people, really led by Jeremy. And, um, you know, we were able to put together a platform that was pretty relevant. Uh, we did it through strong internal growth and acquisition. Uh, our focus was on plant-based beverages, on fruit-based foods and beverage, food and beverage. 
uh, and then global ingredients from around the world. And we have an integrated business model. So the best example that I would give is soy milk as an example. And, um, you know, we were the largest producers of organic soy, organic Tetra Pak soy milk. And so if you think about Tetra Paks, you can buy them at retail. They're used a lot in food service. So you go to a Starbucks and you want soy milk or rice milk or almond milk or coconut milk, whatever milk you want. Um, you know, Synopta would do that whole range. We would contract grow the soybeans, we clean the soybeans, we convert the soybeans into liquid soy concentrate, and we do all the blending and get it into our finished package product. So it was a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. I was surrounded by a, a wonderful group of people. I spent 15 years with the company and then got to the point where I said to myself, you know, I'm a builder and being a, in a big public company like that, there's a lot of governance and risk management and all those sort of things, which fine as a CPA, I don't mind doing that, but my passion is building. And so uh, I decided to leave at a point in time and get back into some smaller operations. But I've been a big believer in the whole healthy eating paradigm, you know, matrix for a long time. And uh, uh, so Synopto was a great opportunity to really see that play out. And I'm very proud of the company and, you know, they're, Big, big players in uh, plant-based beverages and fruit, fruit products today and a uh, wonderful company. Unbelievable. So, so what's going on? So what are the, um, so when you built, when you built Synopta, you said you did it primarily, you did it both ways through M&A and through, through, through organic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Any, 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 any learnings you might want to share on that? Like what is, like if somebody wants to build, like literally everybody wants to build a, what what are tips or advice would you have for someone any any financing? Well, <laughs> What's the big <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look, I will tell you what, my biggest tip for anybody is it's all about the people. Okay. Look at the success we had. You know, at at, at Sonata, during my time there, I think we acquired 44 businesses, sold 12. Um, you know, and then we had really good internal growth. You know, we we were fortunate, right? We were we were contract growing and cleaning organic soybeans at the start of the the organic soy milk rush. So, you know, we just had nice internal growth, not because we were really smart, just because we were there at the time and that's what we did. You had the vision. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be lucky to be good. Right. And so, yeah. you know, we had, we had some luck along the way, but look, it's all about people. I look at literally every success that I'd like to put my name beside. And I can almost assuredly say, boy, I was sure working with a great group of people there. And where I had some, you know, as I like to tell you, where you break your nose because you ran so hard into the wall, you didn't realize what was coming. I can look at that and say, yeah, we probably didn't, you know, we weren't the right group to try and, and do that. So it's all about people. And in building companies, you gotta, you got to have, you got to have courage. You can't be afraid to fail. It, not everything's going to go well. Um, so don't be afraid to fail, but fail fast and, and learn quick. Fail fast. Well, it's better yeah, to make a bad decision then no decision. No decision. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. There's a, and, and this was a, this was a quote that came from Carly Fiorina at, at HP when she took the company over. She said, you know, the company culture was ready, aim, 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 fire. And she said, in this day and age, which and that was this was 15 years ago. It's more true now. Yeah. Today it's ready, aim, fire, re aim, fire, re aim, fire, re aim, fire, because things are changing so quickly. Yeah. You have to be able to do that, but. In building, if you can get yourself surrounded with good people, I think you'll have a better opportunity. Um, I know I certainly was blessed with that. But, uh, uh, it's just an awesome team of people. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, that's so, not, and the other thing that I want to tell you is yeah. when you 
don't acquire companies. Don't suck the entrepreneurial flair out of things. You know, don't take the big company approach and take the entrepreneur out of the entrepreneur. Uh, keep the entrepreneurs, get them aligned, and keep them working hard together. Um, it can really be good successful. point. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. so now you're you're you, you pass an opta. What are you seeing? There's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. Trends. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on right, like in the last mm-hmm. few years. What mm-hmm. do, what are what are you experiencing? What are you seeing? What are your thoughts? Well, I think Bruce, there's sort of three consumer themes that I think are top of mind, and I'm sort of focused on the natural and organic industry. But yep. healthy eating and healthy living is not going away. And sure, we're going to see we're going to see recessionary and inflationary pressures here. But healthy eating and healthy living isn't going away, and I believe it's a key consumer trend that's been at play now for 20, 25 years and has oodles runway ahead of it. Yep. I think consumers are connecting the relationship between diet and health more than ever before. Um, and, and healthy eating means different things to different people, right? It means organic to some. It means non-GMO to others. For others, it's clean label. It's plant-based, it's gluten-free, it's healthy flavors. There's a ton of different themes. And and so there's some trends within the big theme that will come and go. But the reality is is that we're seeing more health getting in, more quality getting into food. The food's becoming healthier. Consumers having more options on what they want to eat and how it makes them feel. Um, we're now starting to hear the medical community start to understand that food is medicine. If you deal with it in the right way. So I think we see all that. And so for me, it's an overarching trend in food. There are others, but that's the one that I'm most focused on and it continues to grow. And we'll see some cycles, you know, plant-based was hot, 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 hot. It's got, you know, there's some challenges within the category right now. It's not going away. It's a great category. It's going to find its way. Um, you know, I was a guy 20 years ago that said gluten-free wouldn't stay around and look at how wrong I was like, you know, you get gluten-free everything now. Uh, but I see health as a really high-level overarching thing. Um, with that, what I'm really interested in watching right now is the whole trend of sustainability and consumers demanding to understand the sustainability of the foods that they're eating um, and making decisions accordingly, especially the younger generations. You know, the younger generations, like when I raised my kids, I wasn't concerned about there not being enough water or I wasn't concerned about change in climate. It just really wasn't on my agenda. Well, today, you know, younger folks who are starting to raise their families are worried about what the world's going to look like when when their kids get older. Um, And so there's a real desire for sustainability and understanding, you know, consumers today want to understand where did my food come from? How was it grown? You know, was child labor involved? Did you cut down the rainforest to get me this stuff? Or what did you do? How did it get to me? What's the carbon footprint? What's the nutritional profile? Consumers want to know that. And they want to blend that all together in their decision-making process. And so I think what we will see going forward is, yeah, I want healthy foods, but I also want I want to understand the rest. And then the underpinning that desire for sustainability is really a demand for trust and transparency. Yeah. But Mr. Mr. Brand, you better tell me and you better tell me honestly, because I will change if, if I don't like what you have to say. And so I, I call it then, you know, Anova coined this, so it's not my 
It's the shared planet philosophy. Yeah, I want to eat healthy, but there's some parameters upon which I want to do that. So I think from a consumer side, we're going to see continued linkage between diet and health with a real underpinning of, you know, where did that all come from? And how did it get to me? And are you doing what's right for the world? And underpinning that, just you better tell me the truth. And, you know, if you're a brand today in this space, you do not want to tell the truth and get caught because everybody's on social media and the whole world will know about it in 10 seconds. So, Steve, is it beyond just putting, like, like ingredients on a box? Is that, is when you say communicating, like, and they want to know, like, because as a consumer, to go to a store, look at the ingredients. And to me, is that, is, are you talking, it's going to go much deeper than that? I think it will over time. Like yeah. social responsibility, ESG, all those other. All of that. All of all that. Of that. You know, yeah. Like you, I, you, yeah. You, you take a, you, I, I, I did this a number of years ago and it was really fascinating. So I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I'm old enough that when I go to the store, I go with a list. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, one of those, I'm one of those dinosaurs. So I go with a list. I go with a list too. <laughs> now, Bruce, go stand over in the corner of the store and watch what most people are doing. They're shopping with their phone. And they're getting and information all the time. And all you're the, right. All you're the right. time. Yeah. And, I'm not uh, paying attention to that, but you're right. Right. Yeah, I got forced to do it by an equity analyst back when I was with Synopta. Interesting. And, and the CEO of Whole Foods and Angel. So anyways, we went and observed all of this. And it was just like, watch the people come into the store. And over time, you're going to see something. It's going to come to you. They did like an hour and a half later, which was gray-haired dudes like you and I came in with a list. And then the younger generation. I go with a list. Yeah, when they come on the phone, now their list might be on their phone. But they're scanning. They're scanning tags. They're scanning QR codes. They're trying to get as much understanding as they can. Interesting. And interesting. And the reality is, as I understand it, is that a lot of younger consumers will trust their social network long before they trust a big brand or even a natural again communicating to them. Right. So. So it's kind of interesting and uh, it'll be really interesting to watch it. The pace of technological change is, of course, underpinning all of this. And by the way, just to, I guess some of the things that I'm learning, I think there's shift within plant-based. Just because it's plant-based doesn't mean it's healthy. <laughs> it's not mean it, like, it doesn't mean it's healthy. Look at I, 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 I'm learning that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like I encourage people um, and there's no right or wrong answer here. Right. Yeah. Like to me, it's eat what you want, do what you want. You know, everybody, everybody makes their choice. And there's, you know, I have friends that say you should be eating that organic. Ah, I'm not paying that. Okay. Fine. That's your choice. Like, yeah. No problem. I wish you could go out to the field and see the chemicals going on there, but it's not like, it's not going to kill you or anything. It's just, yeah. I, you know, everybody makes their own choice. And so you have to be very, very respectful of that. Um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought on where I was going with it, but you know, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. yeah, we're talking about we're talking we were talking about uh, people really want to know it's the communication they want to know what yeah. they're buying, how they're buying it, and you're right about the cell phone. I'm not I'm not I, I wasn't paying attention to that because I like you said I go in with a list and I pick what I want. I have the brands that I I have the brands mm -hmm. that I'm loyal to, you know, and you know, yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah. I admit I so, do look for stuff on sale sometimes. I admit that. You know, I do. I do look. You should. You should. I do, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no, no. For sure. I saw a big sale. 
on oat milk recently. I bought a whole stack. <laughs> so, you know, my favorite which, which, about- which, which reminded me of, the, of what, the, what I wanted to tell you is I, I encourage you at one point in time, go take a look at the nutritional panel on almond milk. The nutritional? The nutritional panel on almond milk. Yeah. And then really understand what that says. So by the way, almond milk is great. <laughs> I yes. love it. Yep. Um, but take a look at the nutritional panel. There's a lot of sugar in there. Interesting. But and even if you buy the good. unsweetened, like I buy the unsweetened well, bread. Yeah, you're, you're, you're braver than me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so anyways, look at it, everything you got to take a look at. Sure. Right, you got to take, take a look at it. 100%. Yeah. You got to take a look I, at it. I, I think it's one of the underlying themes of the plant-based meat industry is working its way through now is that, yep. You know, there's rumors out there that, oh, yeah, all that particular product is GMO soybeans or corn that is in there, whatever. Yep. You know, yep. So, they are, it's got to work through it all. It's good stuff. And so, let, nice for it. so let's shift the conversation. Um, I want to get into the, the agri-food. Yeah. I guess that, that whole, is that the new buzzword? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't agri-food. know if it's the new what buzzword. Is agri-food? What, is, what, is, what is agri-food? Well, I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah. it's 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 agri-food is everything from when you plant it to when we finally get it to the consumer to eat it. Um, you know, and one of the things that I see that's out there, Bruce, in a really big way uh, is the adoption of technology. Yep. And so I call them agri-food technologies, but the adoption of technology into food. So beyond, you know, healthy, sustainable demand for information, there's a, in my For the food industry, for a long time, we weren't the greatest adopters of technology. We, we had technology. Yeah. yeah, we weren't. Well, it's quickly changing, you know, and it's changing really from conception to consumption is the way I like to put it. It's yep. changing through us. You know, you go to the farm now and you see the technologies that are, you know, precision farming uh, drone utilization, algorithm using utilization with weather and all the technologies that are being deployed at the farm gate to really help improve yields, improve the utilization of inputs. You know, you've got drones that are measuring the amount of water that's in the ground so that, the, you know, the, the irrigation system can only drop as much as needed, not just drop it all over the place because we're trying to preserve water and all sorts of things. Like a lot of the technologies at the farm gate is pretty significant. And and I think fabulous. Like it's it can't happen quick enough because you know there's only so much food we can grow and it's getting harder to grow food in places. So utilizing these technologies becomes really important. And then that's that's transitioning right through to processing where, you know, things are being automated at rapid rates. New technologies are being deployed to improve the yields in the facilities, you know, algorithm and smart AI technologies that help the manufacturer predict what's going to happen and, and deal with it ahead of time. That's all happening. We're seeing it on the delivery side, right? You know, you got all the home delivery stuff and stuff going on. And now you're seeing, you know, we're starting to talk about drones that just drop at your door and, uh, you know, we're not going to put a truck on the road and, uh, you know, all of that stuff's out there. And then it goes right through to the consumer. We talked about, you know, shopping with your phone. You know, for a lot of people, one of the companies that I'm involved with, uh, uh, 
Organto. Um, we go to market in Europe with fresh organic fruits and vegetables that are branded. We have a digital passport technology. You click on the QR code, tells you where it came from, how it got the electric car. Wow, 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 wow. Nutritional profile. It just lays it all out there for you. And consumers, you know, are looking for that type of technology as well. And, you know, you're in the store, you know, you don't need to, remember the old day, you cut all the coupons out of the newspaper, take them to the store, you don't do it anymore, you just click on the shelf and give you. Well, you're looking for the deal. <laughs> right. It's all about the deal. <laughs> yeah. So under, I think underpinning all of this is a real shift to technological advancement. And it's going quicker. And, and that's good. I, I mean, I think it's really positive. So one of the yeah. things I would assume there's a lot of food waste, like food security, food waste that will help 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 that problem, you know, because there's so much food waste going on in Canada. Yeah, food, food. Well, no, it's not just Canada. Food waste is a huge concern around the world. Right? And um, I saw it. I don't know whether it was right or not, but it was like 50 percent of the food that we grow actually gets consumed. Yeah. And so we don't really have a food shortage. We have a waste problem. The waste problem, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, but, uh, that's just what, what people are wow. saying. Yeah, you know, like if you think, I, I don't know, if I, I watched this thing one time on the uh, what happens to a head of lettuce from when it gets picked in California to when we eat it in downtown Toronto. Did it when we until we eat it in downtown Toronto. Yeah. Okay. That, that head of lettuce gets picked. It gets in the cooler. It loses some size. They clean it up, they put it on a truck, it makes a three or four, who knows how many day truck ride. If it's snowing outside, it might take seven days. Now it gets here, it gets unloaded, it gets cleaned up, takes more off of it. Now it comes to us, and then the retailer takes a little bit off it, you know, and now it gets into our fridge. And that's true. That's and we true. don't eat it all. And we don't eat it all before it goes bad. You know, it's so true. It? It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and then the packaging has a lot to do with that, <laughs> you know, like sure. that's sure. all other. Yeah, how it's yeah, yeah. So you know, so, you know, yeah. So you talk about technologies. You talk about you know vertical, vertical farms. You know, um, you think it's hard to get a head of lettuce into downtown Toronto? Why don't you try to get it into Manhattan? Yeah. <laughs> why don't you? Have, why don't you have vertical farming and just grow it in Manhattan? Interesting. But yeah, so, so those are all technologies that I think we're starting to see now. Which are, which are wow. You know, yeah. Steve, this has been this has been incredibly insightful. Incredibly insightful. Thank you so much. Well, Thank you so much. Is there anything else you, we didn't cover that you wanted to mention? That No, no, no. Listen, it's uh, great to chat with everyone. And, uh, it's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your nice. insights and everything. That was, that was really, what's that? That was really awesome. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too, Steve. Yeah. Take care. Take care, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you Thanks. next time. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks, guys.